0: This is Beyond Kink with Master Dion. I am your host, Master Dion. This unique podcast is a raw and unapologetic glance into the forbidden world of kink. We're here to defunct the misconceptions and to stimulate your curiosities around the kink lifestyle. We're going to hit you with harsh realities of the who and what of the kink world through powerful conversations and kinky fun. This podcast is for anyone from the curious newbie, to the veteran kinkster to use this platform to express, grow, and play in this mysterious lifestyle. As always, keep it kinky. What's going on, kinksters? Welcome to another episode of Beyond Kink with Master Dion. As you probably know by now, this is Master Dion, and today, you know what, I'm feeling better. I'm feeling great. I've been kind of sickish for the last week and a half, and... And it just hasn't uh, been feeling great. I don't usually get sick. And so now I was like, okay, I'm out of it. And I'm coming out of it and back to smoking my cigars and, and trying to enjoy life as we're um, getting through the pandemic or blah, blah, blah. In any case, how are y'all doing today? Because I know um, we were supposed to... I, when this comes out, it's going to be a week later. But shit, we were supposed to have snow. For like three fucking days straight, and there hasn't been any snow. It's probably gonna to snow tonight, but I don't know. Who knows? But I've been feeling great. I ain't got no snow. I, ain't got, I don't have to shovel the walk. I don't have to do none of that shit. So it's been uh, it's been pretty spectacular. You know, usually I tell you about something that happened within the last week, but fuck it, I don't have shit because I was sick, and so I don't. I don't have nothing to tell y'all about unless y'all want to hear about the nastiness of me being sick, which uh, I is. Just, vividly waving their head no, like we don't want to hear about your nasty ass being sick. So I'm not gonna tell y'all about it. All right. So what is today's topic? Okay, I told y'all we're gonna to start to get into a little bit of fuckery as we start to go on. But, you know, I want you to understand when we talk about this stuff, there might be some elements of that you might find funny or something like that, but there's some seriousness to it too. I'm not gonna just talk about it just to be fucking I'm not a goddamn comedian. I'm just I'm just speaking about what I've noticed in the lifestyle in the last 25 years. So today's topic is BBC versus BBC. Can you figure out what BBC versus BBC means? And no, it's not the same versus the same. So what the fuck does BBC versus BBC? Let me give you a better description of it before I tell you what it is. Capital. B, capital B, capital C versus lowercase b, lowercase b, lowercase c. Can you, can anybody figure this shit out? All right, fucking, how how can you tell me this is a fucking pre recorded show? So, um, we're talking about today, it's gonna be about big black cocks versus baby black cocks, the stigmas around it and the issues and, uh, and you know, and uh, trying to, trying to you know, as a black man, as most of y'all might know, you know, trying to navigate through this world without being identified one way or the other, unless I decide decide to choose that way I'm identified. So, but before we go into that, we got still some announcements. Again, this will be a week away, but tonight, though, as we're recording this, the there is the Kink and Curious. Uh, meet and greet that's happening that's hosted uh, by I&M and a young lady named Blossom and is produced by Master Dion Presents. uh, We're going to have a a pretty good crowd. It's kind of ticked up there at the end and things are looking good. They have a great agenda for tonight. I'm going to be hanging out there smoking my cigars in the back and doing some work. It's going to be a nice little event for newbies that are coming in and some experienced people I see some experienced people had bought some tickets. And so it's going to be a nice little fun night, try to get it in, stay for a couple of hours and and patronize a small business and help out the small business and and show that our community is a part of growth and and getting us back from COVID. So if uh if you don't happen to make this kink and curious, it's actually a monthly event that we're doing every 3rd Thursday every month and um We'll have some different hosts um i n m is probably gonna be the staple, but we'll have some maybe we'll have some different hosts who knows um we're definitely gonna be expanding and growing on it. try to uh, experience some different venues, so we'll see how this goes. Just stay tuned um you can always check us out on our fed life page our beyond dash king life page on our instagram on uh, Facebook page and we have a closed facebook page that I think a lot of people don't know about and um if you look up uh, Linktree uh, with the Linktree Beyond Kink, I think it's Linktree slash Beyond Kink, it'll show you where all of our little different avenues of of, uh, of what we're doing the uh, our Facebook page, our Instagram page, our Twitter. So just a lot of those different things. We are trying to catch up, and not everything has a ton of content right now, but we'll get there. We'll get there. As soon as I get in the nice little... Um, intern or something like that to kind of do all the shit work for us, and we'll be good to go. Anyway, so um, also I got my big party that I'm producing like I uh, like I do every month. I got the um, Beyond Kink Kinky Rooftop Party and After Party, and I think I talked about it last week. But it's um on May 15th, so don't hesitate, get your tickets. I got tickets spending from price regions all over and we're going to explore outside we're going to be in a, the church of kink for the after party we're going to have hopefully some body paint um some uh, we're going to try to do a, a, a podcast from that around that area so we're going to have a specialized podcast for that day to really kind of like just celebrate us and us being outside and stuff like that so it should be a really good party and I know the after party is gonna be spectacular. It's the X-rated after party. And come and join us. That's enough of that shit. Okay. So I've been eagerly waiting for this. Okay. So as
1: a as a black, as a kinky black man, um, I've been I've been over the
0: years, so when I first got in, and of course you heard my story, how I got in. And as I was growing in in the lifestyle i saw that there was this tendency for people to want to want me to be uh, involved let's say with them or their wife or their girlfriend um and so i was kind of like I, i don't know the early on it seemed like all the parties i went to was majority caucasian parties so i was like kind of the little standout cock that uh that um everybody wanted to fuck, and uh I, when you're when you're new in the lifestyle or when you're young, you're like I'm getting as much pussy as I can get. This is fucking spectacular, you know? And then as I start to get a little older, then I was like, hmm, all right, you know, like how do I identify? I'm, I'm sure I'm not. I know one thing, An, I am not a big ass penis that happens to be able to talk, um, a person, and. I do have a penis. And some say it's big, some say it's, I don't know. Who knows? Because only the people that have seen my cock know my cock. And I'm not sitting there, I'm not going to tell you what level of of B for the first B where I'm at. But in any case, we're going to kind of talk about different details and how. Uh, uh, y'all may see the BBC versus the other BBC and the stigmas around it. So I'm just going to jump right in. So the capital BBC stands for Big Black Cock, right? So I think everybody's pretty familiar with that. They kind of say, oh, okay, well, and I know not most of y'all, and I'm sure some of y'all are going to like, ah, no, I know um, black guys don't all have big cocks, but a lot of people believe, and it's been proven, with 100% fact that all black guys have big cocks. No, I'm playing. I mean, clearly that's not the truth. But, you know, like there's there's this whole thing about, okay, I want a BBC and and like that. So there's the big black cocks. Then there's the other ones. The baby black cocks. And as funny as that, that might sound, we could be talking about six inches and less. I mean, because of just the... Stereotype around it and the stigma. You might look and you you as in a person that wants to fuck a BBC might look at somebody that got six inches and is a black person and might be like, oh well, that's not a big black cock. But then you might sit around and turn around and say some under other, other um, race and say, oh well, that's a decent sized cock. How fucking fair is that? That's not really fair at all, is it? But that's the case, and that's the stigma that we're kind of talking about. Like, okay, I'm a, there's going to be, so, as I keep saying every week, I throw gangbangs. And there's a few times where I'm throwing BBC
1: gangbangs. And I talk to these ladies, and when it's a BBC gangbang, it's usually a woman of
0: another race right? I don't even know if you can call... Is it still called a BBC gangbang if it's all black? I guess it is. Or is, it just, is it just a BC? Just a blick, a big cock bang? Who knows what the fuck? But in any case, it's usually uh, some other race person or couple who are inquiring with me about putting together a BBC gangbang. Now, I that curious. So, I'm always like, when I'm gone, I'm like, well, how... First of all, I ain't about to measure nobody's dick and see what qualifies as a BBC. And so I don't. So then when I was like, okay, well, is she just wanting black guys that have black cocks, or does she have a determinum size amount? And I know it's—I mean, it's a very difficult job for me because even though I put out there, hey, I need—I have a BBC. Gangbang, and I get hit up by all kinds of black, some people claiming to be black, maybe are not black, but whatever. People that are like, like, hey, I want to be a part of it, I got a, I got a a decent sized dick or a big dick or something like that. And I'm so I'm like, I don't, I freaking don't give a shit what size your dick is. And so I, I always have to try to figure out: is the woman talking about the color, or is she talking about the size of the dick? And I go, well, sometimes when they're like, "Oh, I just want a really big dick, and I would like a BBC," I'm like, "Okay, so what about a big, a big, a BWC?" No, 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 I don't want I I don't want a, a white cock in there. I'm like, I don't get it. I mean, does it, is it the cock size, or is it the blackness, or is it the combination of both? So a lot of times it's the combination of both, which then really fucks with the. Lowercase BBC, the baby black cocks, because they just fucked in this whole situation. I mean, can you imagine that, that you're a fucking 6'3 black dude, just it's basketball player, and all you see is just these drooling mouths on the sideline, and these girls just thinking that you just got the massive schlong. So I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna, I jump back and forth with how I talk about cocks. So he's Schlong, Johnson, cocks.
1: And then your little groupies that the little girls come and then you go and, and you got a three-inch dick. You know? And it could be anybody else. And maybe it's not so uh, expected,
0: right? Maybe it's not so, oh, I know, look, this big motherfucker, he gonna have a big-ass black schlong that's just hanging down with some... Balls I can wrap around my head or something like that, and 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 sometimes that you just like oh shit man, I how you know okay maybe I'm not as well endowed but not not everybody has nine eight nine ten, twelve fourteen inches as thick as a coke bottle. So why am I getting shamed and all this and blah 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 blah, blah so on and so forth. So this is where we. We we kind of die, we're diving into this, this, and saying, you know, kinky black cocks matter. Does that count? I don't know if that counts, but, you know, maybe hashtag kinky black cocks matter. So that's, that's, uh, maybe that'll start a trend or something like that. I fucking have no idea. But in any case, so you've, I've, I've, I've talked about that. Now let's talk about some of those stigmas or some of those pressures and stuff like that. Or the terminology. Let's start with the terminology, all right? So what do you consider a, a, um, a BBC? And let's be honest. I want people to be honest. Are you saying, oh, this is an individual, and he happens to be African-American or African or whatever the goddamn um, nationality he's claiming? Do you say that, or do you say, that's a BBC over there, that's a bull. That's, uh, I don't know, dysfunctional black dude when he's a small BBC, or small, baby black, black cock. I don't know what the fuck you
1: call him, or you just call that person a regular person. Kinky black cocks matter, hashtag. Um,
0: so think about this, when. and the reason why I mentioned that terminology is like, okay, how are you, Looking at us. How are you um, accepting of the term when they continue when they're calling you a BBC? You know, are you okay with that? Are you okay with being um just a cop? I had a I got a homie, and he said to me the other day, I mean, this dude, every party we have, he gets as much pussies as he wants. Because not only is he Good looking and shape, but he has a big ass cock and he fucks forever. And he goes, man, you know, sometimes I wish somebody would just let me chill. I just want to come to the party and chill. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I mean, like you, you, you've come to every party and you fucked every single time and you fucked multiple girls, and now they didn't put you into that category. You are the BBC. You are the little. Um, BBC slut that we want to jump on because we know you're going to be there and you know you're going to rock it out the world. You ain't setting up your own identity. You've let people force you into those, those kind of identity. So be very careful of how other people, how you as a person that is not a BBC are identifying people and how you're accepting. Now there is, there is a whole bunch of black men out there that enjoy being called a BBC. I think there's almost, I mean, it's almost an envious term. I mean, shit. And although I'm sure there's white guys who would be like, hey, you know, I don't mind being a BBC. I wouldn't mind being that. I've had some people fake it to me. And they send me a dark picture. And I am not bullshitting you. And then they it come, they show up and I'm like, you, Dude, you're Hispanic. I mean, you're not even black. I mean, what are you doing over here? I mean, it, it, there's been different situations where I'm like, ah, damn. I mean, they, fucking this whole, this whole Photoshopping and Instagram changing fucking colors. is really, I, I, now, can you, do you hear what I'm saying? Do you hear what I'm, I'm getting catfished with cocks. What kind of shit is that? How do you get catfished with cocks? But here I am getting catfished with cocks. That's a little off topic, but let's, you know, let's, let's kind of get back on the subject here. But so you, so with these stigmas and these pressures, right? So now I'm a normal size black man and I happen to have a four, let's just say four-ish. I don't want to go, I'm not going to say he has a one inch little teeny penis because I mean, that's, I think that kind of goes across the board. If you got a fucking one-inch penis, you got issues. And if, if a girl wants a big big penis, then it doesn't matter what fucking race you are. But let's just say four, four-and-a-half-inch cack, all right? So you got this schlong. What's <laughs> i looking at. I&M I is looking at me like I'm the craziest motherfucker in the world. But right now, you got this four, four-and-a-half-inch schlong. And you're black, and you're good-looking. And you're, you you're, you're uh, you know, you're not living up. You know, like, you go to these parties and you may be getting a little frown from the lady. Like, hmm. Somebody told me a story. I'm not going to mention any names. but Somebody told me, you know, she was getting fucked by a few of the big black, black cocks. And a, a baby black cock came up to her face and she was like, I know. And I'm like, damn. How you just going to turn him down? Oh, because he had a little baby cock. And I was like, okay, well, that's what I'm talking about. Now, kinky black, hashtag kinky black cocks matter. It shouldn't be just about the big ones. Let the little guys have some. You know, what I say a lot of times with my bangs and said, I'm being very charitable. Right? Sometimes be charitable for the little guys too. Maybe not. I don't know. But I have a funny story. Like, it was, it was, it has to do with, I'm going to call him the little dude, okay? So he's
1: a little, little baby cock, a little sweet little small little baby cock. And uh, I don't know
0: if people remember that I'm the one hosting the bangs. And, you know, I'm making sure that people are wearing condoms and stuff like that. So I kind of see the dick sizes, and later on in a, in a Vanilla environment, he was like, man, we got these problems, man. You know, us BBCs be having these problems. I'm saying, what the f- And, and I, was, I, saw, I caught myself judging this man about sitting there trying to pretend, because that's what he was doing, okay? He was pretending like he was a part of the BBC, the Capital BBC crew, and he clearly wasn't. And it really, that's, it literally was the start of why I was like, I got to create a fucking episode because he so, he, he has to be stuck in that stereotype of I'm the big black cock. I mean, we all, you know, not just you, we all the big black cocks and we uh, put it down. And I'm like, he can't even, not even in any kind of environment, not in the vanilla scene, not in the kinky scene where he can sit there and just be comfortable and say, hey, you know, I have a, a little dude. A little teeny little weeny swan, Shr- slong. And I know that's fucked up, you know. Like I mean, it, it sucks, and and you know, you, you got the little penis, and you're, but you want to be. Uh, quote unquote, with the big dogs, and you know, I I, how can it not shatter your confidence when somebody's like, and no, I'm not taking a dick in my mouth, and and. You, it's not your luck. You're like, well, what could it be? And I'm like, damn, she, she must be talking about my dick, and that kind of, that kind of sucks, right? You know. I have a resolution for that, but, I I'm, let me continue on with this thing because the one of the major things you can do, no matter what size your cock is, have confidence. Fuck what you heard, but we'll go into that later. But my next story, I mean, it's this is all still under pressures, the pressures of being a a Capitol BBC versus the Baby BBC, okay? Now, this next story was, I'm going a, I'm to a nickname him Young softy, all right? I mean, this motherfucker, I mean, he was young, and he used to come to my bangs. And I, when I say young, I mean like 22, 23. And this motherfucker would put out a sausage. And it's not even a slong, it was a sausage. I mean, this fucker had to have 12 inches of sausage packed in there. And I don't know if it's pork or beef, but goddamn, it was some grade A, big-ass sausage. And it just, it would, I mean, I'm hitting my knee right now to, for some reason, saying how long it is. And I would say that it went to about his knee. But he could not, he's young, softy. He could not get it hard. It was like a, what do you call it, like a slinky toy? You know, something. It's just. You know, or one of those, oh, I know what it was. It's one of those, um, you see one of those things, um, those little man balloons that are flying around with their hands and, um, in front of like a, like a car dealership. And it's like, like he, he'd be trying to put it in the hole, but he couldn't do anything because it was fucking soft. And I was like, well, how could this man, it, it didn't even make sense to me. This guy was fucking huge and he was soft. And I was like, if this guy gets hard, he might fucking be able to do a little kickstand and have a third leg but he he never got hard. I mean he and I was I got to the point where I was like I'm never going to be the one to say you can't come anymore but it started it start to become a problem I mean after the third one and you have never getting hard I'm mean, like you didn't wasted all that sausage you didn't wasted all of that sausage and you ain't got none and if a girl is complaining to me that one of the big ass cock and saying hey you know he keeps showing up and he ain't never he ain't never fucked me once because it's all it does is just be a limp noodle going inside of me. And I'm like, God ah, damn. And that's why I look at it and I say, well, you that expectation to perform. Okay, he's a huge dick, right? He's a black
1: man. He's young. How could he not perform? That's was probably what people are thinking, right? You know, we
0: black. And the stereotype is we just love the fuck. The stereotype is that we, you put a white girl in front of us, we gonna fuck. You put pussy
1: in front of us, we gonna fuck. That's a stereotype, right? Think about that shit. So young softy, still cool, but it's what it is. I'm still speaking on that pressures, on that, those stigmas. What do you think about? What do you think
0: about when a, or what do you think a black man is thinking about when they go into the store to buy condoms? Seriously, I know it may sound like, what? What are you talking, what the fuck are you talking about? What if that black man doesn't, doesn't buy Magnums? Do you think anybody, do you think he feels like anybody's judging him, the person? And of course, it's gonna, you go in there and you're buying condoms and, and it's not a Magnum. And of course, it's some hot ass fucking person behind the counter. And you're buying, I don't even, what is it, skin? Or, you know, whatever the smaller size condoms are called. Not saying that I only buy Magnums. But whatever those smaller size condoms are. Now, does that sound ridiculous? It may sound ridiculous. But this all falls into that whole pressure and stereotypes and the stigmas where I got to be a big black cock, And I've I've witnessed it. I've literally seen these baby black cocks try to put on uh, on magnums and i'm like what are you doing oh no i'll I'll take one of those magnums over there you're wide open everybody can see you're not a goddamn magnum but yeah i wear magnums how many times how how many times have i heard a woman go hey um uh, i think the condom stuck in me but no fucking shit because you know it was like a what the hell it's like a a fucking ant crawling into a goddamn balloon or something like that. You know, it's just swimming around there. A little fish swimming around in this big-ass this big ass condom. And then, like, and the condom's gone. Of course the condom's gone. Why are you, the pressures of you thinking you have to grab that, that, um, that magnum? Or, oh, my God. Or when the guy goes, and there, or somebody goes, hey, can I borrow a condom? And then the BBC goes, well, all I got is magnums. You want one of those? And then what are you going to say? No? no, that's too big. As a black man, that's almost demoralizing by sitting there saying, oh, I'm not going to take that one. I need a smaller one. In the middle, fucking, that'd be fucking, uh, they would be demoralizing like hell. Now some of the white guys and some of the other people, they got a great, oh, hey, 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 you know, I don't want those, those. And they can kind of laugh it off and it works out perfectly because the stigma's not on them. The pressure's not on them. Now, let me jump back to the BBCs, the capital BBC.
1: You know what they get fucked on?
0: Okay, so now you got this big-ass, beautiful black cock,
1: right? And eh, you didn't got enough pussy in your life, right? Uh, I want to try some asshole.
0: I want to get some anal in. Every person is like, hell no, that big-ass thing ain't going to my ass. Now, you ain't even getting anal sex. Now, you go and mess with t- two whole girls. You can't fuck with three whole girls or persons. Three whole person. Is there a such thing as a three whole person? I guess some could be three holes and some. But in
1: any case, now you ain't getting no anal. And speaking of anal fisting, <laughs> I'll skip that. I, don't, I didn't mean to do that. So, Look at the, the issues you got to have now. You got a
0: problem. Feel sorry. I'm. I'm trying to in, to, to, uh, make you people, feel sorry for the big black cocks. Okay, feel some sympathy, for us. Stop always thinking that it's, it's a.
1: Oh, they they have the world, um, on their shoulders because they got a big ass dick. Hashtag kinky black cocks matter.
0: Other people's expectations. Oh, shit. I, you know, I've already talked to some about that
1: already. But you get, okay, you're you're good looking. Well, it, I think I, I
0: used to have a picture of my cock up on, and then I removed the picture. Because of the whole thing of fucking leading out with my cock. I don't want to lead out with my cock. But let's say you're a handsome black guy. Randomly say FetLife, okay? You're on FetLife and you have a profile. And you don't have BBC in your name. But then a couple reaches out to you and they say black guy and stuff like that. Do you think they're assuming that you have a BBC? Fuck yes. I don't give a... You can tell me whatever the fuck y'all want to tell me. But I know it crosses y'all mind or just a lady, I mean, just, or or uh, a person. You know, I don't care what the gender is. They reach out, and they, they're they either hoping you don't have that big of a BBC, because so that means it's in their mind, because, you know, maybe they don't, there's
1: some people that don't like big cocks, or they're hoping that you do. And outside of the norm, right? I I'm curious. I'm very, seriously, I'm curious. A woman or a person who fucks different races,
0: do you have an expectation? Do you have an expectation of when you're fucking a white dude to when you're fucking an Asian dude, an Hispanic dude, and a black dude? And be fucking honest, all right?
1: We're going to be fucking honest on here. I want to know if you have an expectation of sizes, all right?
0: I don't know where you can... Email me at at masterdeon at beyond-kink.com. I'm seriously... I'm seriously curious. If you... I mean, I know somebody's going to see me some bullshit about... Oh, I don't don't care. Okay, whatever you want to say. I got it, okay? You look at personalities... The cock size doesn't matter. If it's a 14-inch, I'm going to take it the same way if it's a 2-inch. I got it, okay? If that's what you want to claim. I got it. But let, the people that's keeping it real in the
1: kinky lifestyle, right? Tell me. Tell me something, all right? Explain to me. I'm getting a, I&M am
0: getting um, I&M telling me to tell you your story at beyond-kink.com. Okay, maybe don't go to my email. Maybe do it at your story. But whatever way you want to do it,
1: Bring it on. Here is a myth. Now, I want you to hear me. And I don't want you coming back telling me that, oh, man,
0: we don't give a shit about no black cock. Here's a myth that sometimes white dudes make it the truth. The white man's kryptonite. The BBC is the white man's kryptonite. I can't, I can't get no girl, because it seems like every girl want a BBC. Okay. All right. In the kink world, it seems like they all want BBC. Oh, I don't want to. And and if I'm lying, I'm dying. I've had people tell me, I don't want to come to your gangbangs because you got too many BBCs. Not that like they were racist, but more like, I don't want to have to deal with all these big ass black cocks. And I'm this average size white cock. And I don't want to. And I don't feel comfortable. I got a road dog. And if he's listening to this podcast, he knows who he is. That's my little white homie and he'd be like I don't give a fuck how many big ass black cocks? I'm gonna come in there and get my fuck on that's my road dog but i get this whole thing about well these white dudes is you know like oh man and i what do i say white dudes and not um any other race i don't know it's just kind of what i've been dealing with with whenever through all these game banks. it's like oh man you know hey uh well you know what's the ratio i can't i can't even Are you fucking seriously asking me what the ratio of how many black cocks is to white cocks? I I, I don't know. I don't count people like that. And Leave me alone. That is an insecurity in yourself more than it is a kryptonite. You know, like, if you make it into a kryptonite, if you make it into a situation where where, um, uh, it's cramping your style, because yes, I know, there are definitely some people out there that want big-ass slongs. I get it. Uh, you know, that's... Without a doubt. But do you remember the story I said a couple of... A couple of uh, episodes ago when the guy was like, this girl wanted a 12-inch um, cock, and so he made a fucking machine so they could have 12-inch cock. I mean, there is... I'm... And let me tell you this right now. I'm not a 12-inch cock. So, um... Uh, I guess I'm in the same boat with you. But just understand that um, it's not here I I go again. It's about the confidence. My little road dog, he ain't that, I mean, uh, I'm not going to sit there and clown him, but I mean, he's not like some big, huge white cock. But he don't give a fuck. He be in there fucking and dipping and doing all that, getting into the DPs, doing, doing what he need to do. And I'd be like, "Hey, man, you be feeling good?" He's like, "Hell yeah, man! I don't give a fuck who's around. Let's go." And it, and the, and I know the energy feeds off on the ladies, or the energy feeds off on other people. That confidence and that, and that secureness in your, you know, maybe a, what is the size of the boat, motion in the ocean, whatever the, those sayings are. Uh, I think that's where you start to break that kryptonite. So. You know, be careful. You I'm talking about pressures and insecurities on every side, right? So you need to it take a chance, dive in. I you know, I don't have I've never had a problem going the other way. You know, if I'm the only black guy there, fuck it, I'm gonna dive in. But you oh well you oh you know, yeah, but you you're not worried about your dick size and all that stuff. Uh I don't give a fuck either way. I'm just like, if it's somebody if at those times, if it was somebody that I wanted to fuck or I wanted to do something kinky with,
1: the fuck I'm going to do it,
0: right? All right. Black men's comfort in the lifestyle.
1: What the hell approach by couples? The black men's comfort in the lifestyle?
0: I know, yeah. And I, I know I've talked about it. And I just done, I'm trying to I I know what it is, and I'm I'm trying to really kind of put it in kind of a, I don't know. How comfortable are you in when you're in that lifestyle? All right. Like I said at, the, at the, earlier in life, I used to go to these parties. I'd be sometimes the only black person, and I was getting an, an enormous amount of pussy. And guys are throwing their wives at me and stuff like that. And I'm the young brother and there and and getting all kinds of pussy. It was like a fucking dream. Have as much pussy as you want. Right? But, you know, how long do you got to be, you know, like how, I'm coming in. Why do I got to be, why I got to be this? Why can't I be that? Why do I personally identify as master? I don't identify, if you see, it, I've seen, obviously there's people that got names that say, BBC Colorado or something, whatever fucking name they gotta put, they have to put BBC in their name so they, can, I guess, get the attraction for those people that are looking for that stuff. You know, when I say fuck you, fuck you, I'm gonna be me. If you're not gonna accept me for me,
1: and whatever my cock size is, I'm gonna be comfortable in this lifestyle, right? And uh, anybody. I'm not just saying a black man,
0: anybody should be able to be comfortable with themselves and in this lifestyle. There's somebody for everybody, right? Now, I'm not not saying if you want big-ass penises, I'm not saying start fucking small penises. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying that on your side, you don't need to belittle. On the other side, you don't need to get mad. You got a smaller dick, you don't need to get mad. Fuck it! There's, I guarantee you, uh, I've had bangs where girls are like, "I want no guy over seven inches," and those would usually be the more frequent ones. Now you can fucking all my hoes and and blah 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 and do this and do that because now they're not concerned about these overly sized cocks. And I've got it. I have a. There's like literally one guy that is a, a an African, you know. Now that's this motherfucker, I always I have to give warnings. I have to give disclaimers. I'd be like, hey, he's coming to the party. Y'all better get your fuck on. Because when this big mandingo steps into this motherfucker, he is about to wreck the hell out of this girl. And it happens every time. So sometimes it's not the biggest cock that matters, right? It's the, it's, it's the average cock. I and now I know you're not gonna be. You're going to try not to be biased in this. But what do you think is the average size cock? Size. Come on, I&M. Five and 5 and 3 quarter inches. All right. I thought she was going to say nine inches, you know, because, you know, I&M doesn't like any small cocks. But five and three quarters inches. Okay. So I don't know if that's the average. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't even know why I asked the question. But, I mean, did, what does that say? That says, okay. Well, somebody has a, an average cock being at just under six inches. So, oh, I, need, I, I knew I forgot something. Now that we talked about size. And let's be honest. Okay, so when you're trying to measure your cock, because now I know that you're going to go out and say, well, if she's saying five and a three quarters inches is the average cock. Well, let me measure my cock. Let me give you a pointer. Of what not to fucking do, you cannot measure from your your anus to the tip of your cock. That's
1: not the size of your cock. You do not have a twenty inch cock. All right, you do not have a fifteen inch cock. Okay, not not from your taint to the tip of your cock. That is not.
0: What are you talking about? That's okay. You know. Well, technically, you know your your schlong goes inside beneath your balls and. Yeah, 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 yeah. But how much can you put that into a bitch? Now, I saw some good porns that the guy had his balls and a dick in the asshole. So maybe that does count. But come on. Do a real fucking measurement. And then do what all fucking guys do. Add on an extra quarter inch or something like that. You got it. Oh, she. I ain't is, is saying, hell no, don't be doing that. No.
1: Kinky. Now I'm going to say kinky cock. Lives matter. Okay. But still, kinky black cock lives matters, too.
0: So, add in your, your extra fourth of an inch or whatever. You, you, I, I guarantee you, everybody, every guy is fucking doing it. They're adding in at least a quarter of an inch, if not a half an inch. Some of you fucking donkeys are adding in an inch, which is bullshit. But you can't go, I would say, not below the balls. You got you to go right above the balls, right? No, no, no. You got to go above the balls because you, you can get... I mean, unless the, uh, unless the bitch got a shallow cavity, I mean, you can get the schlong in pretty... You can go to the balls, okay? Schmacking the balls up against the ass or the pussy. Or, no, that's the ass or the pussy. Or the mouth, right? So, um,
1: measure. if you're going to go and lie to us, I mean, go and measure your dick. Let's,
0: let's be reasonable here, okay? Let's just, you know, it's okay. It's okay, all right? So I wanted to throw that in there because I, I totally forgot about that. Now, back to the comfort of black men. And um, when I say black men, I mean the BBCs and the little BBCs. The, sexual, the sexualization of our members, our schlongs. Now, I, I know I've been kind of like fucking around, but that's fucking a serious thing. It's like, okay, it's like how you know women might say they, they sexualize my titties and stuff like that. I mean, let's just be fucking honest. You sexualize this shit out of a BBC. You're like, you're just fucking, your mouth is watering. You're thinking of a throbbing, veining, a throbbing, veiny, big-ass black cock that's just slumped over his thigh. You know, he just got off the basketball court and just sitting there sweaty. I know what y'all doing. sexualizing the shit out of that motherfucker. And maybe that's the way that some people like it. I don't sexualize me. I know they got like dollifications, which, you know, like they want to be this perfect little, perfect little sex doll and stuff like that. Maybe the guys want to be sexualized in that way, but don't make that assumption that that's what, that's what's going on. They use sexualizing my member, my schlong. Now, how about you look at me and again, this is, this is a two-sided thing. There's a lot of guys that put it right on their life, their handle name, and I'm BBC This, and Big Daddy Longstroke, and all these other type of names. That's fine and dandy. And, and maybe that's cool with them. But don't sit there and assume that, that, the, that you're not doing it. Don't sit there and say, That you're not sexualizing when you know they sexualize, they sexualize women. Well, you're doing the same thing, specifically in that case, where you're looking at a BBC, and you're not even talking actually about his cock. You're saying, "I need a group of BBCs." Okay, well, what's attached to that cock? There's a person, right? So just be careful. Just be a I, it's not going to change. I'm not trying to change shit. I'm just trying to say, I'm just putting some little droplets of, of uh, conscience in your mind where you can sit there
1: and say, eh, maybe, maybe so. Now, let me get off of that shit. Now you just listen to me have this
0: talk about sexual sexualization and and how the kinky black cock,
1: blink, what? Kinky black cock matters, right? Hashtag, Kiki black cocks matter. Now you said, fuck you, Master Dion. I still
0: want to experience some black cocks. You didn't talk, you didn't said black cocks. You didn't said uh, big veiny slumped over a thigh. I want to experience that shit. I don't give a fuck what you say. And I don't care how it seems. I'm going to get some, some black cock. And now this. What I'm about to tell you applies to capital big black hawks and
1: little big black cocks. Let's say you have an experience one day, right? You're interested. We, and again, I am a black man. We smell different. We have a different odor around our balls. Okay? It's not straight
0: little hairs down there and in our little dugout. It's a nappy dugout. Like, it's curly hair, little kinker boogers, or, you know, some people might shave it clean. But it's not, it's not like straight little hairs down there. It's, it's a little, I mean, it depends on the person. It depends on
1: how natural they are. It's gonna be a little fro down there. Just understand that. Okay?
0: You might have a, some little Kinker bugs with, like, little curly hairs in your, on your tongue and your throat when you're down there. Accept it. Okay? You want the BBC. So you need to learn how to endure our smells and sniff the balls and
1: really get the aroma of a black man. Okay? What else? There is, and I don't know. If you're from Europe,
0: then maybe they like, "Yeah, what the fuck are you talking about?" But if you're in America, there is a quite a large number of uncircumcised black cocks. Does that scare you? Is the little turtle that pops out is that the is that going to be too much? Because you're so you're so uh, used to circumcised cocks. I mean. That's really a whole nother conversation. To make sure that the motherfucker knows how to clean his his circumcised or uncircumcised cock, but it can look a little funny. Have you experienced that? If you haven't, then go on, go on to some kind of fucking porn site and look at it or something like that. So there's, uh, I wouldn't say it's like a 50-50 chance, but I definitely would say that it's a higher percentage as far as America that you're going to find uncircumcised in black men than you will in white men or something like that, for example.
1: I don't know about Hispanics, but maybe, who knows? I don't don't have a clue. And this is in the fucking wrong area,
0: but it's a, it's, you got to understand it's a problem. Like, be considerate of the big black cocks, okay? Be considerate. We can't go around and wear European Speedos. Okay. I mean, it, we have a hard life. We can't go around and, and, you know, then, I mean, I don't want to, I know I don't want to go down this route, but you don't want a kid running back and goes, what is he doing with that snake in his Beatles? You don't want that. Okay. We can't wear basketball shorts with just some boxers or something like that because it's just fucking flopping and flipping. You got to have, you know, I mean, you got to have some spandex on. Now you're worried about, because now your balls are getting tied up and you're
1: doing all this stuff. It sucks. Feel sorry for us. I'm, for BBCs.
0: I mean, there was a, the super producer Dooley made a good suggestion. I was like, he was like, talk about, make a, hey, uh, Magnum, where the fuck are you at? Magnum condoms. We need to make a, A speedo that handles the girthier, the longer schlongs. Just make it a little bit more comfortable, okay? You know, know, just make it maybe a little tunnel
1: in the front that you can kind of shove your schlong up in there. I don't know. But come out with some shit, all right? Pray for us. Be sad for the BBC. I know
0: that... all y'all are like yes, yeah, full of fucking shit. I can, I get it. Okay, now somebody, this one, this next one blew my fucking mind because I never even thought about it. I've never fucking thought about it, and I don't know if I agree with it.
1: It sounds uh, who knows, but it was said to me. I've noticed that the baby,
0: BBCs or BBPCs, the baby black
1: cocks are more submissive and the Capitol big black cocks are more bulls and more dominant.
0: Do you believe that shit? Uh, I don't know. Do you? I mean, I have no idea. I think I know some dominant little dick dudes. I mean, I mean, I, yeah, I do. I know some dominant little dick dudes. And does that factor in, into y'all? Do, do you think that? Do do people like, uh, he can't be no dumb because he ain't got a big ass dick, which is weird. Because does anybody say that for for white guys or for anybody else? Have you heard of that? Have do you think that way? I've never really heard of that. I mean, but you know, like if you see, I think she's maybe seeing. If you seeing somebody, I don't know. You're talking about getting pegged or something. I don't know what the hell. You know, like what is? But in any case, maybe you've seen that. Maybe you say, well, you know, the big black. Cocks are never they're never, they're bulls and they're they're not submissive and all that stuff
1: like that. Maybe that's just her fantasy. Who knows? You know what? I want.
0: <laughs> this has really just been about me fucking venting and talking about the different cocks and and it was just like I said, it was just sparked by that guy that was like, "Yeah, man, we got problems. We got big ass cocks," and he was little than a motherfucker. And I was like, it's just kind of like, what the fuck. It's not really right in line what we have scripted up, but fuck it. It's my show, I can do it the fucking way I wanna do it, right? But what I do need is other people's perspectives. So I want you to if you have a good BBC story, and I'm it's either capital BBC or lowercase BBC story. I just wanna hear, hear that story. Cause I you know, like I wanna know if, I, I, Kind of make it light. I'm not trying to like, oh, the guy, the guy was fucking 20 inches and and I had to have a hysterectomy afterwards. I'm like, god damn, I don't want to hear that story. You know, like, you know, like just, you know, keep it a light story or something like that. You know, that I would prefer that, but you know, send me your story. As, you know, you can send that at your story at beyond-kink.com. I will readdress the whole BBC thing at a letter a later episode. But um I just need to know different people's perspective about it because this is kind of my perspective and the way I've seen it over the years. And, you know, I, frankly, y'all, we're gonna, we're not gonna even keep it long this week. I'm feeling so fucking good and we gotta get
1: prepared for a fucking party tonight anyway. But don't fret. BBCs will survive. We
0: will thrive in the King community and we will be there for y'all no matter
1: what. So please, please support the big black cocks and the baby black cocks with all your hoes. Thank you very much. That has been a public service message from Master Dion. As always, it's story time. Kingsters, we got another story for you this week,
0: and this story is not going to be told by me. This story is going to be told by I&M, because it's a female's perspective, and it's a, it has some words that I don't think I would be appropriate for me to say. As I&M in to read this story, always remember, we're reading these stories verbatim. There is, there may be some incorrections and stuff like that, but just you know, listen without judgment. Just take in the story and go from there. All right? I'll see you in a couple minutes. It's
2: story time. It's story time. It's story time. All right. Nice to be here again. Thank you, thank you. I will get on with the story. Hello, Master. How I found out about the kink world and how I first got involved. When I was 18, I was getting hot and heavy with Dee. We'd known each other for years from high school, and finally, the sexual era of our relationship began. I don't remember how Dee first put it to me, but I remember calling him master. I remember him having me read multitudes of BDSM and mind-control sex stories online. Those erotic stories were my first introduction to BDSM. My journey as D's slave wasn't long, but he shared with me, oh, but he shared me with a friend one time, and I obtained my love for kneeling at master's feet by kneeling before D with my head in his lap, his hands petting and caressing my hair. The Euphoric bliss I felt kneeling before a master stayed with me forever. And even though I didn't practice BDSM for many years after D and I split up, I always remembered my love for submission. When the true master of my life approached me some years back, I was ready to dive in headfirst due to the introduction I had received in my late teens.
1: Thank you, INM.
0: <laughs> okay. So that that was that was our first master-slave story, which got me excited.
1: Love hearing those kind of stories. Now, let me dissect that just a little bit. An
0: eighteen-year-old. I know INM is going to be on my on my head about this, but. How when does somebody know about being a master and a slave? You know, what age are you? If I remember correctly, she said this was early on in high school. And what do you know about this and that? That's not for me to question. That's just for me to ask these, it's just to put these thoughts out in the air. Because, like, if if she had found her identity then, then Maybe that's, maybe there's one of the few people that found it out early in life and who they are, and that's the way it is, which is fucking spectacular. I wish that would have happened to me a long time ago. And the the fact that she mentioned that she had, just a couple of years ago, had met had met a master, I thought that, um, but she had left the lifestyle for a while, or she said she had, um, uh, not um, for it hadn't been in the lifestyle for for a few years, and then to go back into it and jump right back into it with the with the master, I thought that was a a little eye opening because it unless she skipped the story, I didn't you know like where's the growth in it? Like it's just like from from zero to slave, like shit. Uh, it seems like a. Uh, like there's steps that have been missed in there, like what we've talked about. But who am I to say how the person identifies? You know, I mean, the, the person, if they feel like they identify that way, then maybe they do, uh, or maybe they don't know any other
1: thing. But that's just the way they, they, um, they feel about it. Oh, that's a very good point. Uh, I and M just said the seed was planted.
0: Now. Think about it. How you lit, entered into the lifestyle? How was the seed planted right at that moment? That could be. That could. If all she known was, was slave, maybe that, that's who she is. That's a good point. I kind of what I when she said that. Um, I kind of thought about like pork. Now, I haven't ate. If I known any better. People tell me bacon is fucking good as hell. But I've never ate pork in my entire life. So I won't miss anything. If you've always been a slave, and that's the seed that was planted right from the beginning, maybe there isn't a, a need for steps. I'm, I, that wasn't a concrete answer. That was a a statement of I'm not quite sure. But that is very interesting that the, a seed was planted, and that was the way that... Uh, she had identified and continues to identify. That is very fucking interesting. And she kind of skipped over, rolled over the story about being shared
1: and like how that is, is has that been an impactful part of our life or not? But, oh, wow, well, that's a very good statement. I INM just sent me and said, maybe not
0: always practice. Maybe it, what, maybe the, this is a very untraditional way that we talk about that is the best way to get into the lifestyle, She's, but always remembered. Like, that feeling that she had at 18, 19 years old has never left her, and to whatever age she is now, and that it still sticks with her, and that's the way that she identifies. It's fucking a great fucking statement. Anyway, I appreciate that. Thank you for that story. I am so excited to have a first Master Slave story. And um, we need more stories. We are asking y'all to take some time, write out uh, uh, the story, uh, and send it to your story at beyond Kick.com. We're going to be doing some little incentives about the Kink and Curious all right, so I I asked it in a question form cuz I'm looking at INM cuz it's really uh really up to her. But um she's going to be offering a discount code for future um Kink and Curious events if you send us your your um your uh, story of how you got into kink. So again, if uh, if you do that, she will respond with a discount code for you to get into a future Kink and Curious event. Again, that's your story, Y O U R S T O R Y, at beyond kink.com. Next week, oh man, I've been waiting to do this one. I mean, I really wanted to do the BBC one, but I've been also waiting to do this next one, and that's dating in the kink world. The, the wonderful INM will be back on, on the mic with me to discuss the whole dating in the kink world and the problems and flaws. If you haven't, if you haven't read the writing that I wrote on, uh, on my FetLife page, take a read of that before we get to the ne- uh, next episode because I'm thinking that's going to give you an idea of what I'm talking about and, and, and the fucking mistakes that people make all over the fucking place. I don't want to go into it now, but we'll have that for that set. Again, send us your stories. Again, like, um, subscribe to our podcast. Tell people about the podcast. And um, uh, what do you call it? Um, follow us on Instagram. Beyond Kink on Instagram. We also have our little link tree now, right? We got, we got our, we're getting technical. We're stepping up our technology. And we have a, a link tree um, page. So it's a link, it's, um, link tree slash beyond kink. It literally will lead you to all of our social media. It will lead you to our Facebook page. It will lead you to right to where you can purchase tickets for our events. Uh, and you can find that on the Beyond Kink uh, FetLife page or send us an email. We'll send you the information. I mean, it's, uh, it's really been a game changer for us, and it's, uh, we like it. It's, instead of sending people all over the place, you can go right here, grab this information. Well, it's been a nice week, and this is a short episode, and I'm getting ready to party tonight. Right? And then for y'all, it'll be last week, but I'm gonna really ready to party tonight. I cannot wait for this kink and
1: curious. And like always, my kinksters, keep it kinky.
0: Peace. Shouts out to all the kinksters that tuned in this week to listen to another episode of Beyond Kink with Master Dion. Don't forget to like, comment and hit that subscribe to stay connected with me, Master Dion. Follow at Beyond Kink on Instagram and all social media platforms. As always, keep it kinky.